0: guys welcome back to the lodcast and essentially we're this is the second episode i believe with the new format so hang it and if you have any recommendations for any updates or changes let us know we'll maybe include that in the next change of format because i'm assuming we will have one in the next like six seven episodes but with that there's only two of us today it's me biggie and our great (laughs) Cool, yo.
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm here too is this me and biggie oh how have you been buddy I've, I've been pretty good uh i've had a crazy week like sh- long story short i'm a college athlete now um if you can consider esports being an athlete <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> i mean yes and no
1: yeah it, d- it really does depend how you look at it but yeah I, I'm apparently I made it onto like my school's actual esports team and the, yeah uh, my entire week's just been revolving around that and getting everything set up for it
0: what are you uh, playing? Oh,
1: oh, uh, Overwatch
0: alright <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, I, I would have done COD or something like that no I mean I did competitive um for a while and then I did rocket league
1: oh yeah we also had rocket got, league on that list open to yeah no i I'm, I'm not i'm not great at anything that's not an fps so <laughs> but yeah that was my week how was yours biggie
0: um i've been good you know i went home for this weekend to see my girlfriend it was her birthday but uh yeah it was it was a nice weekend nice day off nice I didn't have to worry about YouTube or anything because I had everything pre-recorded I did try scheduling for the first time releases of videos (laughs) and I fucked that up first time I released four videos today I had to like quickly privatize
1: two of them like oh no 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 (laughs) I was like oh four videos at once what the hell
0: (laughs) wasn't the plan man was not the plan but they're private so they'll come out tomorrow um I mean other than that pretty good
1: yeah. By the way, this is being recorded on Sunday, so when he says tomorrow, he actually means today.
0: <laughs> actually, do mean to, uh, Well, yeah, today.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah. so, you know what? We could just trans transition right into the you know the content, yeah. the news section. Uh, this is, I believe, your topic. YouTube. I don't know what that means.
1: YouTube's verified thing. Okay, uh, this is the YouTube news general thing that we've always done. So, uh, recently YouTube was like, hey, you know how channels get verified at around 100k subs? And like the verified thing, it's like on literally every website in existence. And it just means that you're you, but it's like used as a status symbol and stuff. But that's beyond the point. The point is that they're going to get rid of it and they're going to replace it with this thing called like authorized or something like that. And it's instead of like the check mark, it's just gonna like highlight the name in gray. And like everyone's like, hey, what the hell? Why are they doing this? That makes no sense. A ton of people suddenly were no longer verified. So why the hell are you guys doing this? Like it makes no sense. But there's a bit of a conspiracy theory going around about this. That the real reason they were getting rid of the verified check mark is because they're trying to replace it with The, like, basically, the the authorized thing, which basically would show people that these are the people that YouTube wants you to watch. So YouTube was basically getting rid of what, well, for at least, I'll I'll explain what happened after, but, like, what they wanted to do was get rid of people that they thought were not family-friendly or suited for YouTube. So, like, anyone who was slightly edgy or someone who made, who talked about things that could be considered advertiser-unfriendly. That said... There's a massive outcry about this. Uh, literally everyone in, exi- in existence was like, this is stupid. You guys are just unverifying people for no reason. Why are you doing this? And I agree. Everyone agreed. And so did Susan Wojicki, or however you pronounce her name. Uh, and she was like, you know, we made a mistake. We're just gonna, we're gonna roll back on all this stuff. We'll keep the verified thing. But... I'm betting my... I don't have any more nuts or eyes or ears or whatever to bet. But I'm going to bet some other miscellaneous body part that they're going to implement it like without any of us knowing. But yeah, that's, that's
0: just...
1: Yeah, that's, that's what That's
0: frustrating. Yeah, and I guess the only reason I have the biggest issue with it is because... One of the topics I had as well... Um, the content uh, providers, I guess, in this case, YouTube, Twitch, Mixer, uh, all those other, you know, wonderful platforms have been really cracking down on what people see and not see. I feel about that being in a place where, I mean, you're in that place too. Right? We're smaller channels trying to break through a massive barrier.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, they're already there's already a lot of regulations in place to like kind of keep the people at the bottom, on the bottom, people at the top, on the top, other controlling who, who are filtering the top and even narrowing it down even more. Yeah, and on that, it- someone like me who has a big mouth, like I have, I don't <laughs> care. Like I, like I have a filter on some things I say, right. But I swear I cuss, you know, I make dark, dark humor jokes sometimes with my friends when we play call of duty or we play like sniper Elite. But regardless of that, like, that's just who we are, and now it's it's making content less real, in
1: my opinion. If you do that, that said, your your Call of Duty and Sniper Elite videos are your best, in my opinion. Uh, like that, those, <laughs> Call, those Call of Duty ones are pretty funny. Not gonna lie,
0: they are. And you know what? It's actually led to the point where like, um, it be a, it's Yo Mama Seven O Seven on PS4, and then on Xbox it's Stone Seventy Seven, um, but. It, he's one of my one of my close friends in real life and he actually decided to like hop on my channel full time now and like help create content like that regularly i don't think he'll be in like he won't obviously do the lore videos or like the dragon age or the Elder scroll stuff but he was going to be in a lot more call of duty and more battlefront more like games that are might become a potential series hence why we started the sniper elite series together because he decided he kind of wanted to be a bigger part of the channel because he liked doing it and i'm even going to get his footage now too so we'll have two perspectives
1: uh, uh continuing on that like i think a huge thing about like youtube and just censoring people it's happened to the, to the LoDcast a lot so i recently uploaded a uh, a test like video when i was a while back uh and it was it was just like it doesn't really have to do with like content w- w- there was a case with a lodcast and content but uh I uploaded a video, and it had, like, literally a second of copyrighted music in it, and it, was, it wasn't, it was like, a strike that happened, or, not, not a strike, um, it wasn't a strike, or even a claim. It's a claim. It, it wasn't even, it oh, wasn't, really? they didn't even let it, like, show anywhere. It was literally just, this video is not allowed to be seen in any countries. And I'm like, what? Well, that makes no sense. And so, like, it was actually my channel trailer. And then... really. Yeah, so uh, at the end, I didn't have, like, that little meme thing about, like, me playing the kazoo at the end. It was originally supposed to be another one of my memes that I just repurposed. Like, the meme itself Mm -hmm. is fine, like, including the music. But for some reason, it detected it in that, and it wanted to, like, make sure that video was never seen. So I was like, what the hell, YouTube? You guys let me keep the original video up, but you won't let me keep this up? It's crazy. It, yeah, and, and then, okay, and then and then there's the actual part with, like, censoring. So, the LODcast, uh, it, uh, despite how, like, the rest of my channel is, uh, the LODcast is perhaps the edgiest piece of content I produce. <laughs> In fact, the edgiest piece of content that we all produce, uh, I'd assume. So, because we, like, talk so much about things that I would, well, most people would consider to be non-PC. And we'll we uh,
0: talk about controversial topics yeah. as well, like the whole Epstein thing and like just a few. Other, that's just one example that's off my head.
1: So I think it was uh, the Jeremy Saul video and the um, what other one? The the court of public opinion one that we made that were both uh like completely instead of just getting the yellow, the yellow thing, they got like the red thing. For monetization they were just not allowed to be monetized I asked for manual review I think Biggie saw this a while back uh, when I posted about it and I was like guys what the hell Dude, I, I want to know why and, like I checked, I went through the tags nothing was off it, it made sense like I didn't put like uh, like fuck in the tags or I didn't put like some obscene words in the tags so something something couldn't be wrong but upon manual review it was still not suitable for uh, monetization and when, and when, uh, I think it's been proven many times over in, like, the community that when you're not monetized, your videos don't get recommended. So that video will probably never get, and I think it did actually happen that that video didn't get seen by a lot of people. It had, like, 50 views after, like, two weeks. And I think the same went for the Ziff video that we did with him, and that barely broke like that. But the Jeremy Soul one apparently did well, but I think that might just be because of its title. Uh... But yeah, in general, it was like... YouTube really, really likes putting like a bar on people to make sure they don't ever say things they're not supposed to. And that, that really sucks for people like us who are just trying to talk about what we like to talk about. Well,
0: I mean, it reminds... it Kind of transitioning a little bit. Um, it, that reminds me, actually, a lot of what Twitch is doing right now. Uh, apparently, a lot of uh, streamers who are... Quote unquote, too sexual or like doing explicit content. Like, they they s- s- barred and banned some streamer, like Oko or something like that, because of her outfit. She was wearing a like, um, Street Fighter outfit. I can't, re- I don't play too much Street Fighter, but she was wearing one of the outfits that the characters wear. She's cosplaying as it. And she got banned because it was considered too sexual when there are other streamers who are doing the same thing but not getting banned for it. And then there was others where like, there's a streamer who was at the gym and she was wearing like a sports bra and like pants, but and she posted on social media and she got banned or warned because she was posting a, explicit content. And it's like, she's at the gym, dude. Like it, it was <laughs> completely like fine. Like I wouldn't have been like, Oh damn, she's wearing that here. Like, no, she's just like, okay, she's at the gym. She's in proper workout attire has been doing the same thing and i've been i used to be pretty pro twitch about like two years ago and now like as of now i'm actually a anti-twitch thing and i mean it's not because i dislike the company at all it's just user-friendly than i would like youtube has been very user-friendly when it comes to streaming it makes it very easy to use very accessible and mixer as well like i've been using mixer a lot for my pc streams and my xbox one streams it is super easy to use and it's easy for people to come and watch your streams and every time i tried to stream on twitch i'd have issues getting my video up or getting my audio up or it wouldn't stream one it would like stream one or not the other so i just you just hear my audio and not not see the video or you'd see the video and not hear the audio so it's like happened for like three weeks straight and eventually i just said screw it i'm going on to twitch or i'm going off of twitch onto mixer and everything like that and i wish they fixed it as i did send them like a complaint like hey guys like you know this is happening to me i don't know what's going on they never got back to me obviously but uh it, so i said screw it i'll just go to something that's been easier but it's the fact that you know streamers are getting censored because of you know, give them a reason. If you're going to ban them, ban them. Like, give them a clear reason. If you're going to censor them, censor them for a clear reason. Don't just be like, hey, you're breaking a rule that's very, very vague and can cover a large amount of ground. And that's all we're going to tell you by.
1: Yeah. So, on that, like, um, I think it was, a li- I think it was, might have been yesterday, but uh, a, I think a fairly famous streamer. Uh, do you know who Greek God X is?
0: I've heard of him. I've never
1: yeah so he's like a really fat greek guy um uh he was he, he was recently banned from twitch for like 30 days or maybe a month maybe more than that i don't know for making fun of the other option in like a game like for for gender and i'm like okay it's a joke but why was he banned for it like uh, the guy like if you watch his streams he's not like that he just made a joke like relax but that's the thing about twitch like if you ever have you have you seen like how the uh the twitch mods like do their work and stuff they're, they're extremely biased like uh, apparently back when alinity wasn't banned for throat for like eating her cat or across the room and or feeding her cat uh vodka which kills cats by the way uh I do remember that whole situation yeah like it turns out that like people on the inside of the moderator team were like in cahoots with her and were basically making it so that certain streamers never get like hit hard with anything which would explain a lot of things like how alinity would go out of her way to uh like go after people that she didn't like or how uh no matter what she says on stream or does on stream nothing happens but then when someone like greek or, uh, you probably might know Tyler1, uh, the, when they do, like, stupid things on Twitch that are not nearly on the level of what someone like Linity would do, they get banned. And, it, it, sh- sure, I understand you guys have rules, but they're so vague, like you said. Like, if you look at, like, their, uh, their sexuality thing, it's like, you can't be sexually explicit. But then sometimes people interpret going to the gym wearing a sports bra as being sexually explicit, but they won't do the same for people who just sit in front of a chair all day in like extremely suggestive clothing for the express purpose of being in that uh, extremely like suggestive clothing to get followers. Like there's a very big difference between people who are just doing it for fun and people who are doing it like specifically because they know that'll attract viewers and younger viewers and that's very hard to tell, so the fact that Twitch does it to certain people and not to others, is it's off-putting, but at the same time, you begin to wonder whether or not they even like, because I think its it happens when you become like a monopoly that you'll start pushing your luck on everything. YouTube's been doing it on literally everything, and we've been holding them accountable for as much as we can recently, but there's only so much that we can do when that's the only platform that we can use. And that's,
0: I, I completely agree with you. And I feel like, I don't know if it'll be this year, next year, next few years or so. I think we'll see a new like video platform pop up relatively soon. Kind of like how mixer did with mixer. Wasn't really that big until recently right last few years or so it's really caught some ground and twitch a lot on this case where you know they took some pretty big streamers and you know i'm not a i'm not a big ninja fan i've never had been i don't like fortnite I, you know i've never been big into that kind of stuff but you know when he left that was a huge blow to twitch and then it got to the point where twitch is like they used his channel because technically twitch still owns his <laughs> channel to stream other streamers, right? Yeah.
1: Their and then channels. they ended up advertising porn and on then, it.
0: <laughs> it. That was a whole crowd like prank. Like that was a gamer prank. Like, you know, it was like, okay, we're gonna have this system in where we're gonna promote like the top five or top three like most popular streamers in that genre right well it turns out that someone swapped a, a genre made like a porn video like a porn stream and swapped <laughs> it into a gaming genre and then all the gamers were like well this will be funny and they just like made it popular and it jumped up it was like number one right and so obviously that's you know it's good and bad but this the twitch ceo was like oh i have no idea how that happened it's like yes you do <laughs> like don't even act like you didn't know how that happened like uh, it, it's it's frustrating you know definitely see just how I, I feel like YouTube is really close knit control and you know they're trying to get their favorite channels up but I feel like relatively dude, there's going to be out there that's going to challenge them and it's going to challenge them hard and they're going to really need to like little bit on that iron grip they have on the on the market so far, because on this marketplace there is, isn't, like you said, there isn't really much to challenge.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm, YouTube. In I'm, that sense. I'm hoping that challengers, because like in the case of every monopoly that's happened in like outside of the internet space in the past, it's always been either broken up by government, which I doubt in the case of like Twitch or YouTube, b- or like a really good competitor. Like I think in the case of like actually, I don't think I can think of any, but off the top of my head but I'm pretty sure the only real way to break down a monopoly is to find a competitor who can compete in some way and Microsoft's been trying to do that by buying people out which I guess is a good attempt and I, th- and it's also been done by uh, um, like uh, the Epic Store and them buying off people and, I mean it's not the best way of going about creating competition but it's honestly the only way you can try and break monopolies and i I guess it works but yeah
0: i mean hey use money to break money really yeah (laughs) Uh, i mean it's one of those things too like i've actually been i've enjoyed using mixer so much because of how easy it is to use that i've really been like kind of sitting there like privately hoping like man i hope sony like next generation just like kind of hops on it like makes a deal with microsoft be like hey you can use mixer for this money right Streaming service, whatever. And honestly, I've been secretly hoping that, hoping that happens because of how easy it is to use.
1: Yeah, because didn't they have like the whole Project X Cloud, and they've been working together to get game streaming going? So, like, maybe they might do that. Right. With, like, and they've actual been
0: also, they've been teaming up against Google Stadia too, which is another thing where I'm just kind of like,
1: okay, let's. Yeah, but that's a, <laughs> Google Stadia has kind of become like a joke because, like, at this point, their specs are like last gen. As we, like at some point.
0: Like, th- I'm getting advertisements from them still. On, like, on YouTube, they'll be like, Google Stadia, it's better than everything. And I'm just like, no, it's not. Yeah, no, I'd rather own my
1: <laughs> games. Like, you, like people have already taken away my right to, like, buy physical copies. I'd rather at least own my console or my PC. You
0: know, I, I guess I'll kind of... I was originally... I was originally going to talk about this before, and I actually removed the topic. I mean, talk about games physically, GameStop just closed, like... 300 stores, or something ridiculous, because they're just not, they like lost like 47%, or like they're, I guess, they're, I think it was like 13% actually. A large share of profit, though. It, it was ridiculous. I, it's been a while since I saw the article, but GameStop's done. It's still going to be all digital game, games or streaming now.
1: Oh, yeah, no, that sucks, because, like, I remember hearing about that story, and how they'd, like, slowly been in a decline for, like, the past 10-ish years, as, like, the rise of digital, like, resellers went up and all that, or sellers went up, and it's really depressing, because, like, I I don't know about you, but, like, buying games online, sure, it's quick and easy, and, like, you don't have to go to the store, but, like, I honestly feel like there's some value in physical stores. because, like you can see the products. I mean, sure, with games, you can't really do much with it. But still, I liked having a place to go to, like, look at the games and just generally hang out, I guess. I mean, I didn't actually I don't actually go to stores and hang out there. But like just a general place to be able to do things normal.
0: I actually agree with you there because, I mean, GameStop, at least for our generation has existed for you know pretty much our whole lives and i've been going there since i was getting n64 games So that's how long i've been going to gamestop and i have experiences over the last like five or six years have been hit or miss like i go there like there's certain stores i avoid now but then there's certain ones i I like going to because i know the people who work there and they're usually pretty cool people and we can sit there and talk about games like hey man you know i like rpgs What do you recommend? I've been really looking for an RPG game. or I've been looking for an FPS. And like, yeah, dude, this is the game I'm getting into. This is the game I like. And we can talk about that. Whereas if I buy it, like, yeah, it's more convenient. I tend to like it because you get to play it right when it gets released. But if you are not dead set on getting the game, you're just kind of like, eh, should I get it? Should I not get it? It's a big hit or miss because it's not like you can sell it back if you didn't like it. I I bought more than a, my fair share of games digitally that I played and was like I do not like like this game and I, I wish I could sell it
1: at all. And speaking of which, we can kind of use that to transition into the next point. Uh, Steam was recently like sued by I think sued by the French government for not allowing their users to resell games, and so Steam was forced to implement a reselling feature into their like French version. Which is really interesting to me, because like, how would that work from now on if other governments start cracking down on that? Like, would it well, be? I the-
0: know, Soft. Like, I know a lot of rumors that have been, I've been hearing that they've been working on a way to digitally resell games. Like, if you didn't like it, you could rese- you could sell it back, right? And if that does happen, console wide, like PC, Xbox, PS4, that is the nail in the coffin for GameStop because you literally have no reason to go to get a game physical game anymore if you can resell it right I mean, I would love the option to resell digital games but it's very complicated because it's hard keeping things up to market value how do you value things that you can't like physical like with a game you know a game just comes out it's worth $60 you buy it day one maybe you sell it like six months later right the game's most likely like Still anywhere from forty-five to sixty dollars, you're probably gonna sell it anywhere from ten to twenty dollars, right? Because like, you know, years old and you sell it, buy it twenty bucks on the marketplace, you're gonna get what, like three dollars for it? Like it, how is that currency gonna trans are they gonna just like have a newest like currency now on, on the system? I think that's why they haven't implemented
1: it. Yeah, see that's Money the thing, your account. That, that's the thing about it. Like when it's a digital like copy of the game nothing like can possibly break inside of it like it's not a physical disc that could shatter get damaged or a box that could like i mean or or, like a cd case that could like be like torn up and stuff so how do they value it i like maybe they would value it like how long you've played it but that doesn't like really change how the game is like uh, that would it be valued off like what version of the game you have or would it just be, like, based off how many people play the game? And that's kind of sketchy because then people might be able to create, like, monopoly... Well, not mono, mono, uh, not monopolies, but they might be able to uh, make, like, market shortages in certain games if they have enough of the copies. And knowing the internet communities like 4chan and all that, I could honestly see them, like, making shortages in games by just, like, selling them all at a really high price. And then just selling a few copies super low and making a lot of money off it. Like this is so much potential to be abused. And sure, it's a good thing for like uh, maybe the the end user. Like, oh yeah, you don't, you can resell your games. You just, you don't have to depend on like uh, physical copies to be able to resell. But everything about this just doesn't feel like it's been thought out fully. And sure, they could do something about it later on to make it much better, but knowing steam they're probably gonna like give you like th- whatever that gem currency they have in their launcher is which is useless I agree though that like a
0: lot of things haven't been thought out and I think that's why it's taken so long to get put in place for a lot of digital things they want to do it right I'm assuming um but I remember my but actually my, my my buddy Rob and I we would talk a lot about how digital copies should in fact be cheaper than a physical copy because you don't have to go through all the work of making the disc making the package putting the game on the disc because you're not spending the money for that you don't have to create that when it's all digital right you're just downloading the game off their server or wherever you download you download off the store right and so essentially we always thought the games should be should be cheaper digitally but they're not and we've always wondered why it's not like they have to pay the employees to make the discs, to make the 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 to make they don't have to pay the coders to put the game on the discs, right? They don't have to do any of that, and yet games are still sixty dollars digitally when they're released. We've always thought that, and we've never gotten an answer for it.
1: Either. Yeah, see, on that, like, I was I remember when that like big transition to like all digital was made uh, when the Xbox One and PS Four came out. And, it, you know, it. sure, we had it before, but it, it doesn't make sense. You're right. Like, the fact that they don't even have the... They don't need the facilities to burn discs anymore. So what's the point of selling at the same price? But that's, exactly. Yeah, but that said, they d- I do remember um the argument being made that games needed to be... Like, the price of them needed to be turned up to, like, $70. Because I remember, at some point, ga- all games cost, like, $50. But I think that was before I could actually... Uh, I, I think that was before my time, but uh, but I remember at some point it might have been like a f- like three or four generations before Xbox 360, maybe two, but like all games cost fifty dollars, and the jump to sixty was huge, and people were like, "Oh, why is this so much?" And they, they, the 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 said, "Oh, it's because the games cost more to make now," but by going all digital, they don't need they they can get rid of a huge expenditure because. Just the facility itself to make discs would probably cost a lot and publishers should probably own that. So by, right. so like if they're, if they're trying to raise the price of games to $70 or in, introduce microtransactions to offset how much they spend on it, why were, why are they doing that? Like you've already saved a lot of your manufacturing cost just by going digital. Like <coughs> what's the point of it? I honestly don't understand, like... Okay, no, I do understand. That that was me being hyperbolic. I do know it's about money. But you guys don't have to raise the prices. Like, there's a point at which most people can only afford one video game a month. And, like, they're they're probably not going to buy a game for, like, a few more months because they're probably going to be playing that one singular game for a long time. So, by making games more and more expensive... And adding in microtransactions into paid games. You guys are like. you, They're skimming their market. They're trying to aim for a more mobile-esque. Like feel. For how they get games. And how they sell games. And how they get monetization. Without actually earning. That kind of. Audience. Because mobile really is like on the go. Everyone's moving around with their device. They can do it whenever. Like in between. like uh, Like during their lunch break. In between like trips and stuff or whatever and it's not the same for like physical like sit down on your couch play a game or sit down at your desk and play a game like those involve a lot more time and that's exactly what people are pouring into them they're pouring in time and just by like trying to force people to spend money on something they could easily grind out it's stupid
0: no i i completely agree too with that and it's like we've we've seen from from very few developers and publishers need to raise game prices to make any sort of profit and cd project red is a big one rockstar is a big one say what you want about rockstar about oh they have microtransactions whatever right gta5 is still like $30 in terms of its price and i remember when it um like a couple years ago it was like $60 still it held its value so well it was one of those games that just was like once in a generation, right? That you don't really need to have, you know, the the seventy or a hundred dollar games because they sell a shit ton of copies.
1: I yeah, with the Witcher three, and, and the uh, and the microtransactions for GTA were only in the online version too. Exactly. And you know, they make a ridiculous amount of money with
0: that, regardless, right? I remember like a few years ago it was so, like they were making a million dollars a day from their microtransactions, which is ridiculous. But at the same time, like it was so easy to earn money in that game. And I would know I played a ridiculous amount of GTA. I think my had I'm like at two hundred and eighty six or something like that in terms of level. So I put a lot of time into the, this game. And it's like games like or developers like Rockstar and CD Projekt right, kind of show that happening and then we had the whole thing with EA when their uh, loot box thing was said, "Oh well, even though we didn't sell like or the loot boxes are getting put like taken out, it's not going to affect the amount of money we make." Right, you just proved your the the whole loot box thing doesn't need to be a thing when you said it's not going to impact our our projections.
1: Yeah, and I really do think it's yeah. It's I think it's a huge misunderstanding of the market they're catering towards. Like, I, my entire life, I've explicitly gone out of my way to not spend money on games that I don't need to. Like, I because I used to play League of Legends a lot, and that's a game that is brim brimming with like microtransactions. And after nearly two thousand hours in that game, like I, I quit a few years back, like four, three or four but after nearly 2000 hours i didn't spend a single dime on that game and i think like, especially for that kind of game people still spend money and i think it's the fact that they don't understand their market like at least league of legends was free to play like these other games they they really don't understand their market like uh, how is the dis- the disconnect is just so great that they'd be willing to let go of the hardcore fans to get the people who are just in it for a few minutes a day or a few hours a day uh, to... Actually, not even a few hours a day, barely any, like, substantial amount of time to just say, hey, you guys can't grind this out, just spend a little money. And for that, they're losing their hardcore fans. And that's just really, like... I guess it's just a sign of the times, because, like, even companies like... Was it Konami or... Uh, no, Square Enix. The president of Square Enix said, like... No, no, PS4. PS4. I forget. It's some Japanese Sony. guy.
0: Sony.
1: Yeah, Sony. Oh, you were talking
0: about the president, of, like, the president of Sony?
1: Yeah, I think. And he was, like, talking about how, like, PS4 and, and like, single-player games were not nearly as important to them as moving in the direction of, like, live services. And he got, like, really booed in that occasion. But he said, we're still going to focus on, like, single-player games but it's going to become more of like those are the thing that brings people over to the console, and our live services make us the money there. And I, I really I think it shows that the single player games, while not dead, are definitely just something that they use to get people to come to their services.
0: I would I would agree and like agree to disagree. Like it's like a yes and no for me because like. Sony obviously does put a lot of time and effort into their single players. And I think that is the fact that they have such a massive exclusive library. You know, they have Horizon Zero Dawn, they had The Last of Us, Uncharted, you know. Uh, it, they have all those games. And I, I think I do agree that, like, what brings people to the console. But I don't think that necessarily means, like, Everyone's gonna be ho- like they're gonna be like oh, okay that that hooks them in and then then they're gonna be hooked in on our online services because I think a lot of people who enjoy single player games just enjoy the single player games so, like I don't I love single player games I don't get into too many multiplayer games I, ironically and uh, the games I do get into I play a lot of obviously you know Battlefront two and COD four remastered but other than that like those are really the only games i've gotten in a long time i would say because i mean what I what i put on my channel is typically what i play for like in my spare time like when i'm not rec- recording that's typically like the games i play if if people wonder what i'm playing outside of total war or outside of battlefront 2 no it's typically those games those are the games <laughs> i typically play recently <laughs> that's why i recorded i have fun playing them so i mean i feel like the audience in terms of like can can definitely tell when you're not enjoying a game there's like a different feel different tone to your attitude you know you're just playing it for the sake of playing it
1: yeah i think i think he like the guy was very much criticized on that and i think he did at some point retract a little bit of that statement and like clarifying that it wasn't like purely about live services but yeah you're right like i personally i do play multiplayer games but only honestly only ever with friends like, I think the only one I ever played solo and without friends, well, the only ones, are ESO and Fallout 76. Fallout 76 purely because I wanted to see what the game was like, and then ESO because I just play everything solo. Like, I, I just wanted more info for my videos, and I was like, yeah, this looks fun. That's and, exactly why I played ESO 2. Like, I-, I don't have friends on those games. If it- <laughs> Like, you I, I played the. A-
0: it's definitely harder to play eso by yourself though because i found it better with friends but i didn't have many friends who played it so i like i made a few friends playing it like that that way i had people to play with but other than that like yeah it's difficult to play games like that by yourself like i remember because I, I actually the the first battle royale i actually got into was uh apex and i believe you had the same experience yeah, same with thing. that and I like it, but I never play it by myself mm-hmm. ever. I would only play it with my friends. And that's that's it. I've only played it with my friends. And you know, I've been talking to my my buddy Joey because I've been we've been working on this agreement to start co-streaming together because he streams via Mixer and he has like like hundred subs on Mixer, and you know, I obviously have the YouTube thing, so we wanted to merge our audiences. Have him put his streams on my channel and put, you know, and bring his streams over, and, like, I bring mine to his, you know? So, we the, bring the, because the, I have a bit more subs than he does, obviously. So, it was to, like, kind of merge the audiences a little bit, but it, I only play it with friends. You know, that's the that's the whole thing. It's not like I'm gonna go play Apex by myself. I don't see it as fun. Even when Fortnite was big, I never seen my friends be like, oh, can't wait for solos. No, they always played in a team.
1: Yeah. Like, I, I can't get into multiplayer games without friends if i'm to be like if i don't know the person physically or at least like talk to them a lot it's it's really hard for me mm.
0: but yeah, then, yeah we can go on to the next topic we've been
1: <laughs> yeah i was about, about to say about. that all said i think we've talked a lot about this stuff we've kind of just made it one big topic in the end uh so Uh, We don't have any game lore for this for this for a while now. Actually, I think we just talk about current events and things that are on our mind. So we're gonna move over to the whatever we want to talk about section. Uh, The first thing, uh, which is my topic, uh, the Area (laughs) 51 raid, raid in big quotation marks, happened uh, on Friday. I heard someone died. Did did someone die? (laughs) Jesus.
0: (laughs) I, I heard someone died.
1: I heard they charged too far and they got just riddled with bullets jesus christ well okay this is what i heard about i heard i heard some lady like like i heard some lady ran through like uh the 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 thing and no one knew what happened to her so she might have died
0: i heard it was a guy that 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 died but i mean at the same time it's like many people showed up it was like like just a couple hundred people showed up was a
1: couple hundred i heard
0: yeah i heard the guards were Pretty cool with it too like the guards that were on the barrier of the gates were like they're like joking around with the people you know they're messing with them and they didn't go any further like the majority of them didn't at least they were just messing around they had a rock they had like a festival there where they had people like just playing music and stuff yeah like alien coach
1: they-, <laughs> they had like a name yeah. for it
0: you know what and, uh, a group of people did show up and they all had like matching jackets and hats that had like embroidered Kyle on them. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like the Kyle group, the Kyles, that were gonna run in first.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. I-, I heard that it was... Obviously no one wanted to actually die. People just went there for the meme. But I, I would have liked to see more idiots just run in, <laughs> honestly. Uh, Maybe. A
0: whole- I remember I woke up I woke up to the whole thing. It was the first thing I did was I went on Twitter, and the first picture I saw was a do was a video running past the uh, the cameraman oh, no. doing the Naruto. I was like, "Hey, there's someone."
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember. I, I remember like like a few hours ago, I was like, I was looking on Twitter. There's like a meme of a guy like. Area 52. I think it's like in some other part of the uh, the USA. Like some guys, like guys, we did it. We distracted them with Area 51. I got the aliens scenario of Area 52. Yeah, but it, it's pretty good. Like I, I didn't. I honestly knew it wouldn't be like anything big. But area the Area 51 raid is probably just gonna end up becoming like a thing people do every year as like a concert or an event, and it's probably gonna become like one of those yearly things that just happens but yeah it was it was pretty it was pretty fun to see this whole thing come from just a meme yeah that's 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 pretty much it for my, my area 51 thing because like I, I just wanted to talk about like the novelty of it it's funny.
0: oh yeah this is my discussion and this is going to be re- roughly pretty brief because this is a pretty dead top not dead topic but a dead game. Uh, so recently obviously Anthem was a was a game that came out that disappointed nearly everybody. <laughs> um and I shit you not, Anthem is so dead. There are more people streaming Mario Kart 8 for the Wii for the Wii U. Wii U has more people <laughs> watching and streaming than Anthem does. It's crazy. But uh essentially the lead developer left of Bioware. And the most recent update that was supposed to be this huge, massive content doubling update. It's supposedly what the next update was to No Man's Sky. This is what it was supposed to be for Anthem. And uh, completely fell on its feet. Fell right on its face. Or fell on its face. Sorry, not feet. But completely fell on its face. It was the update and it was buggy patchy didn't do much to the game didn't actually add that much content and actually was more of the same content that was there just a different scenario and they actually abandoned it they 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 took the people off the project there's very few people on anthem and they're switched on to dragon age 4 which is terrifying because thought there's a big group of people including myself that thought that f if Anthem fails, that Dragon Age Four would not exist. But now it's more and more looking like that. If Dragon Age Four fails, Bioware's gone.
1: Yeah. See about that. Like <laughs> I remember, I, I watched your video about like what, like the next thing, like for, sad I, for, truth.
0: the sad truth about yeah. Dragon Age or Dragon Age Four.
1: Yeah, I watched your video on that. I'm, I'm thinking now, like, cause this parallels a lot of what, like, what's happening with like um, Fallout 76, in that. In the last few months, Fallout 76's player base, like I, I think, like five months ago, it was like up to like the Reddit, the subreddit would have like four thousand active people, and like some posts would get like that much upvotes. But now, a trending post on the Fallout 76 subreddit gets like a hundred votes, and the game itself is so dead that you'll go into a world, and there will be you'll see the same people every time you go in. And they're all super, super high-level. Like, um, They're all, like, my level. Because I put back in the day... Well, back when it came out, I played the game a lot. like Just because I wanted to see everything it had to offer. And so... The only difference now is that Bethesda has, like, the big update with the, uh, that adds NPCs on the way. While uh, poor Anthem here with Bioware, who is literally milked dry, has nothing left. Like... I remember the whole development of Anthem being like a tumultuous cycle where they had an original idea and then it was slowly like morphed into this thing involving live services and how it, it kind of became what they didn't want it to be. And everything about this is just really sad with like Bioware because they went from being this great studio that would put out amazing games. Sure, uh, the... um the Mass Effect series may have had some problems, but it definitely never reached the lows that the current Bioware is forced to be hitting. And right.
0: And I I personally love Bioware. Now, there isn't a Bioware game that I hated. And it's an unpopular opinion for most. Like for me, if people generally don't disagree or generally disagree with me. I, the Dragon Age series is great. You know, 2 was a little iffy, it was a little limiting with the with open world aspect it was a little limiting that way, but it was still a good game good story um, you know I enjoyed Andromeda for what it was I think a lot of people had way too many expectations because it was like the first Mass Effect in since 3 so people expected it to be fantastic and then it wasn't what people wanted it so people hated it because it was like oh well it's not like Mass Effect 2
1: See, in in retrospect, I feel like people, when it came to Andromeda, people looked way, 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 way too hard at, like, the facial animations and the tiny bugs and things and problems that they had here and there and not at the actual, like, core gameplay of the game. Like,
0: I didn't even even notice the bugs in the face. I won't lie. My entire playthrough, I didn't even notice the face bugs until, like, people were freaking out about it. I was like, really? I was like, I didn't notice that. I wasn't really thinking. Uh, more into the story, like, what's, the actual like,
1: actual. like with Greedfall, like the animations are absolutely terrible for facial animations, but you don't care, That's right?
0: No, and see, with Greedfall, and it's going to be talked about in my review because I'm still uh writing the script for the review. You know, Greedfall for what it is, you know, if you compare it to a triple A company, Spiders is not a triple A company, they're an indie developer that is like trying to make its way up there, right? and AAA games, it's going to seem very mediocre or very average. But if you take it into an indie perspective, this game is phenomenal. It's beautiful. It works well. It's a little clunky on aspects, right? And you could definitely tell where the developers had to cut corners because of either time constraints or they just didn't have the resources or the workforce to do it. But they don't have that kind of stuff because they don't have the AAA funding. They can't put millions of dollars into a game. So what it actually is meant to be the game is pretty good it's pretty it holds up pretty well but if you want to compare it to a dragon age or a witcher or a skyrim it's gonna look so mediocre compared to those but it's not meant to stand up against those
1: you know yeah we really need those like double a because i know they're indie but i i think they're more on the level of like double a studio where they're right in the middle where they can pump out these massive worlds that are Not nearly as detailed or as lively as like AAA, but definitely a step above what a typical indie studio could do. And I, I feel like that's what was, and that's
0: what the game was. It was like they just got brought up with Focus Home Interactive. They decided that hey, we're gonna we see these developers. We want to give them the chance to move to the next level.
1: And that's the thing about like how development for these studios happens, and. Like in the case of uh Bioware, like I remember when they were bought, everyone was like, "Oh, this is gonna be great." They have funding and stuff now, but really, what all that did for them was like ruin everything about the studio. Like, you you could see, uh, was it EA that bought Bioware? Um, it, or was yeah, it EA. yeah yeah? You, you can see how heavily EA's hand was like forced, and everything that Bioware did after like the uh the last Dragon Age game, like. Andromeda, like they were so rushed, they were given a huge budget. They thought they could just throw money at the problem, without like giving the people enough time to realize the ideas they were trying to set forth. And just right.
0: and, and they got they get they kept delaying it. Bioware delayed it because like hey look it's not done. It got delayed by like six months because it was supposed to come out in December and it didn't come out till like October and didn't come out till like March ish or around that time. And I remember they were like. Thinking about like, hey, we might have to delay this again. EA is like, no, this is the day, this is when it's coming out. You're gonna have to like it. Bioware is just kind of like, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I don't blame any mistakes, um, Andromeda on Bioware, but obviously that that's what you know EA did, and they dissolved the the area that made them. But you know, even when um, rights to make Star Wars games. The first thing Bioware did was like, "Hey, can we make another Kotar game?" Because those were fantastic, and that's when they still had some of the developers that made the Kotar games. And EA straight up said, "Nope, this is what you're making, and that's what you're doing." That's yeah, that's
1: it. that's the thing. Like, you guys have an amazing for, uh, like single player studio who made the original Kotor, and you still have some people here that made it. Like, this was an opportunity that they could have taken, but they just went for live service games, and now they're finally like making a game that's single player and, and honestly i mean it looks decent but i don't think it's going to be on the level of looks, what kotor could have been like kotor kotor it 2. looks it looks
0: rough in my opinion it looks very generic and it just
1: doesn't look like it feels like force unleashed 2.5 I,
0: it does and you know what i was i remember my i was super excited about it and I had all these ideas of what this game could be, and this is obviously the issue when it comes to hype. But you know, I have like I was like, oh man, it could be like this, it could be like that, it could be like this, and then I see the gameplay trailer, and I was like, wow, that's not what I expected or what they made it out made to believe. And I believe Respawn is
1: developing it, which gives me some hope. That said, has Respawn ever made any like for ha- have they ever made any single player games besides Titanfall? Yeah, they haven't
0: made any single-player open-world or, like, third-person RPG games. They yeah. haven't done any of them. They've only made Titanfall, Titanfall 2, and Apex Legends. Those are the three. So, FPSs and multiplayer game games. And you know what? All three of those are fantastic. Titanfall lacked a little bit in content. Titanfall 2 definitely made up for it. I loved Titanfall 2. And Apex, I have fun playing with friends. Great game. You know what? But it it it, that's what scares me about him but it just looked very generic in my opinion didn't look like anything special
1: Mm -hmm. so with that said i think we've talked on end about this stuff uh biggie you want to bring us into the final section that everyone loves
0: Right, from the community that's sort of not from the community that is totally. We don't just write these like right before the topic <laughs> or right before the podcast. So we have questions from all of you. The first question is egg, comma, is an egg.
1: Now, some of you may realize that this is actually a callback to a previous episode where we talked about is egg is egg. But this is very different. This is is egg is an egg. Now, I think is egg is not an egg. What about you, Biggie? It's clearly not an egg. Come on. You can see it as today. <laughs> <a> <laughs> hmm. Interesting. You say that. I, w- I wonder what the scientific community would have to say about egg, not being an egg. <laughs> uh, but but uh, no, I'm just a regular layman. I don't know much about egg being egg, but uh, th- that's beyond the point. I, it's, I, I don't maybe think maybe it's, we'll th- find out. maybe we'll find out at eight. A- Area fifty one. Speaking of Area fifty (laughs) one, did you think
0: they found aliens? Area fifty one? Hell no! But Kuyo and I managed to find out what happened to the Dwemer, and we are not
1: sharing. Yeah, sorry, this is gonna be a clickbait title for a future video, but it's gonna be like, (laughs) (laughs) we found out the secret of the Dwemer, and we're not telling. It's gonna have huge like like crosses, red circles, check marks all over the thumbnail. Maybe have, like, a Photoshop caps, Dwemer. Caps, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, guys, we found out what happened to the Dwemer. But you're never going to find out. That's going to be our secret until the day we die. But I think with that, we've covered all the meme questions. Uh, this podcast is a very different one. It's the first ever podcast to have only two people. And even more so, only two people. The only two people who are, like, constants in the podcast, which are me and Big E. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, you know what? bad though i actually yeah no sometimes
0: it gets to be like sometimes it gets to be like one person is just like leading the podcast we have like two or three people just kind of like sitting on the side on their mm -hmm. phone
1: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah this was nice uh we don't i don't know what we're gonna name this probably something with dualities but we weren't really a duality we're kind of pretty like-minded so (laughs) i don't know so like i'm
0: thinking I'm thinking, like, uh, I was even thinking, like, a, like a diarchy. Because, like, a diarchy happened in Sparta, where there's mm-hmm. two kings.
1: But with that, something similar to that, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we went... Uh, I'll think about it. Uh, whatever, whatever it is, you'll, you guys will probably see it today, which for us is tomorrow. Uh, so, so with that all said, thanks for watching the podcast. Links will be in the, the description. Um, you guys know how this goes. Uh, thanks for watching... I actually have a tryout to get to, uh, but I'll see you guys next time. Uh, Thanks for watching the podcast. Again, for the third time, see ya. Yeah, see you guys. Thank you for watching. Bye. Bye.